0: So what do you see when you look at an alpaca? What are the things that are obvious? And what are the things that are not so obvious? So the particular question is, if you were going to be looking at alpacas, possibly buying some, and if you're trying to work out what's a good alpaca, what makes a good alpaca, what is it that you put together in your mind as this is a good alpaca, these are the bits that I'm looking for, these are the things, the characteristics that would all add together to make me think this is a good alpaca. Mm. So there are guidelines for thinking about buying alpacas and there's various collections of them, but I've got a few ideas for you. One, one is buy the best that you can afford. It's better to buy less and buy some really good quality. But you don't have to go really top quality unless that's necessary for you, unless that's important, since it's a a vital part of the herd that you're building. If you can have them as pets, it's not necessary to have show winners, unless you just really like looking at show winners. You understand what I'm saying? So buy the best you can afford – but also appropriate to the level that you need them to be. So buy what you like. Buy something that is attractive to you, something that you're going to like looking at in the field, like being around. Buy them for their characteristics. And that's particularly thinking of fleece. Fleece is the product, really, isn't it? Fleece is the product, that you get from alpacas. So what's the fleece like? Is it good in terms of density, in terms of length, in terms of the feel? How does it feel? Does it have a soft handle, as they say? It's a handle. When you handle it, does it feel soft? But what about the density? What about the crimp? All those factors that are are in there. What about the fineness? Again, appropriate for what you're looking for it to be. If it's really, really fine, then you're going to have trouble processing it but it's going to feel fantastic. <laughs> but are you going to be able to use it? So buy the animals for their characteristics. Are they good breeders? How do you know? Have you got a track record that you can talk to the owner, current owner, about? Do your homework. Do some investigation. There's usually the records that you can go back to and look at what the herd, particular animals that are for sale look at the details, see what the, the bloodline is, see what's in their past, see what's the kind of information that you need. What What's this particular breeder known for? Are they known for greys, for example, or, or for the black ones? What do they focus on? What are they, they major on? All those conversations are worth having in advance. And don't be in a hurry. That's probably an overriding guideline. Don't be in a hurry. Check things out long before you're Standing there with money in your pocket to burn. It's tricky, isn't it? When, when you kind of get to the point of making the decision, you want to do it, want to make the decision. And I would just caution slowing down if you can and spend a bit more time, do the research, do the thinking, be clear what it is. Have a look at a, a lot of animals if you can, and uh, to try to work out what it is because they're going to be around for quite a long time <laughs> 20, 25 years that they live. So that's a long time to have the, an animal around. So you're going to buy them for the characteristics, but you're going to do your homework. Think, talk to other people, talk to the owners, talk to the breeders, and ask questions. No question is a silly question, really, honestly. As a, as an owner, and when people come and talk to me, I, I like to answer the questions. I like to know that they've thought about things, that they've worked through some of the issues. Even if it's got a simple answer, it doesn't make it a simple or a silly question. So... The final thing at this point, thinking about the guidelines, is trust yourself. Don't be pushed. Don't be in a hurry. Trust yourself. So when you're looking at an animal, here's, here's small packers in front of you. Maybe there's a, a small group of them. Don't look <laughs> don't look at a herd of, of 20 or 80 or whatever and go, oh, how are we going to filter those down? You need to narrow down. You need to have an idea what it is, the kind, and then trust the have a conversation with the the owner, the breeder, and then work out which ones that are worth having a look at the kind of things that you're looking for. Uh, but don't be in a hurry. It's it's an important decision. And I think most breeders will be happy. Don't waste their time, I know, but equally spend enough time to be a happy <laughs> A happy customer that goes away with the right animals and doesn't kind of go. Oh, wish I hadn't got those. Wish I'd gone somewhere else. Or you, know, you don't want a, an unhappy customer. Most breeders are very happy to spend the time working through the issues and just explain that that's what you're trying to do, and they'll be happy to help you with that. So, what are they? look like when you're looking at them when you stand in front of these alpacas the smaller group of alpacas you're thinking about a few use it as an example of of the process that you want to use before you get to the you're not making decisions yet it's really early stages you're just considering the process how do they meet the eye what is it that you feel when you look at them what is it you're picking up on the colour is going to be one of the first things that you notice, but also the type in terms of what kind of fleece is it long, is it? It depends on the time of year. It depends when the shearing last took place as to how long the fleece is going to be, and that's going to help to, to understand the length is going to determine what you can see in terms of the characteristic of the fibre. If they have samples or if they have the fleece still around of a particular animal, it could be worth looking at that. That would be really useful as an example of what, what's produced. So you're looking at the colour, you're looking at the kind of thing. What about conformation, conformation? It's how they conform to the standard. Are they a good alpaca? The bone structure, is it—is it suitable for purpose? Are they heavy enough in terms of the bones? Are they balanced? And there's a proportion in terms of the, the length of the neck and how... If you imagine it lying down over the back and how, how there's a proportion there. You need to, to think about do they have a leg at every corner, as people who are buying horses tend to think about. They just stand well. They're they balanced. Don't just see them standing though. See them walking. See them moving. Get behind them. Watch what's happening with the legs. How are they, are they tracking their feet in is it appropriate? Are they got a funny gait? Or are they walking in this nice straight line? Some of them look like they're kind of treading on a (laughs) on a line they're walking a tightrope and they kind of mince and they kind of put the the, the feet in you want one that's going to walk but there's an appropriate place just you need to look see them in movement see the fluid movement check for the angles of the legs when they're moving but also when they're standing you want a straight leg difficult to see sometimes with full fleece so get an idea if you can what how straight the legs are when they're standing they, they do look bent sometimes and they're not it's the fleece that's compressed because they've been sat down and it gets pushed flat against the different parts of the legs and you can look down and you're seeing the fleece but you can yeah you can you, you can't quite tell whether the leg is straight or not so you're going to be able to run your hands down there now that's that's an interesting one we'll come back to that about running hands <laughs> down an animal are they fit for purpose do you do they do what you want them to do? Are they going to be okay for breeding? Are they going to be okay if you are thinking about showing? Are they going to be good enough for showing? Are they going to produce good fleece? Is it the right color? Is it the right fineness? Is it right density? Is it going to be workable, usable? Is it just to have some animals in the field effectively as pets? The standards different then, isn't it? But you will still want an animal that's going to be pleasing to the eye is going to do the job It's going to be a fit and healthy animal. So think about their history, ask about their history. their recent history? What's the the stuff that's going on there with them? How old are they? What experience has the the, the owner, the breeder had with them? What about their bloodline? What's the what's in the history of the animal going back generations? Is there some good stuff there, the genetics that might come through? And what are you seeing? You're seeing the phenotype. You're seeing what it looks like. The genetics, the genotype, you can't see that except generation by generation. So if you're going to use them for breeding, then you're going to be interested to know what the bloodlines are. What's the kind of the stock line that they've come from, which are there animals in there that are really good quality ones that have been winning shows. What you're seeing, sometimes they change. Sometimes they're very young. You can't judge them very easily. Sometimes as they get older, they they tip over, <laughs> they tip past that, this is a really good animal when it's a year old, but how's it going to be at two years old? How's it going to be at five years old? How's it going to be at 10 years old? And sometimes looking at the other animals, are there other animals there? Is the, is the dam, the mother, is the sire around? Can you check them? Can you have a look at them as well? Just get an idea. What's an adult version of this one going to look like? What are the things that we haven't seen yet that might come? in time or is it going to tip and you do get you know there's a tendency there and you can get some that, that kind of yeah they look great at a year but two years three years then the fleece isn't so good they, they've they tailed off they're just not so it depends what's important to you if it's a really pretty alpaca with a really lovely coat um really lovely fleece and they they're just really nice and they're friendly around people and that's what you need then that's what you're looking for then that's a winner. It doesn't have to be a show winner to achieve that. And being comfortable around people. How How is this animal around people? I, okay, you're a stranger, you're poking around, you're putting hands on them, you're running hands down legs and goodness knows what. Lifting tails, oh, scary stuff. The alpaca, how are they reacting to that? Are they mild-mannered? Are they fighters? Are they going to be difficult to manage what are they doing as you're looking at them and staring at them? How do they feel about that? How are they interacting with you? And it's an unusual situation. It's not normal. <laughs> this isn't how they're going to be in the field. They're going to be in a con- more smaller contained area to be shown to you. So that isn't how they are. So if you can spend a bit of time, when you kind of earmark the ones, okay, What do they then look like in the field? Can you see them out in the field? Can you see the Try and get some ideas. Take some pictures. Take some notes. Ask the questions. Try and put it all together. It's going to be difficult to do unless you hold all this information together, unless you're very experienced at doing that, which I think most people aren't. There's not. It's not something we have to do all the time. So... Um, make notes, have, have something, uh, maybe you have a phone. Ooh, you could make verbal notes. You could record yourself. Oh, well, that's a tricky one. And you've got to say things around the owner. I understand you might not want to do that, but find ways of, of capturing the details in some way. What I often do is uh, when I'm out in the, in the field with the alpacas, but I want to write the stuff down. How do you do that? Well, I've got my app on the phone. I use, uh, an iPhone. So I use bear for that. It's a great app, really great. But you could just use a piece of paper, a sheet of A4 paper folded in four into quarters. And then you've got like a little book. You've got a front page, two middle pages. And if you need to, you can open it up and then flip it over. And you've got effectively got eight sides. It's small enough. You can hold it in your hand. Pencil's probably better than a pen unless, (laughs) you know, it's not going to rain and you're not going to get dampness and stuff. Um, But write the stuff down capture the the ideas get get the ear tag numbers just capture the details there you go fleece think about the fleece get the the owner ideally to show you it's it's a tricky one to open up a fleece and be able to see it i you know some animals are more difficult to do that with than others anyway but when you're first learning it looks easy you just kind of put the fingers down and spread them oh there's the you can see all the fleece it's a tricky thing that it is tricky to do and you need to practice that. So this isn't your time for showing off how how good you are at opening fleece. Um, you want to do things, actually thinking about it, you want to be doing things that give the owner confidence that you know what you're talking about. You've thought about these things. You have questions, but you have thought about which questions to be asking. Um, they don't expect you to be an expert. They don't expect you to be the all-knowing person about alpacas and they're happy to share their knowledge with you. So make use of them. Um, but they can open the fleece for you, so they can they can show it, so you have got an idea. But you you also need to learn how to do that as well to, to be able to see the the detail down there. And you've got the, the surface colour, which can sometimes be dirt, and then you open it up and they're bright white down at skin level. Have a look around the eyes. Are they pink or are they darker coloured? What about the toenails? What about in the mouth? Well, that's a tricky one. But ideally, if you're serious about an animal, you're going to want to open its mouth and have a have a check down the jawline. Uh, are there any lumps and bumps? um how do they feel that you're going to do a body condition score down the back you know where that is so that's the back leg comes up and you've got the hip kind of joint up at the top and then if you imagine up on the on the back on the top of their back now a hands width forward is usually where i start but you just got an idea of the, of the body score are they underweight overweight uh, do they just seem okay yeah so how long the fleece is is going to dep- depend what you can see Put your hands on them. You do need to be to be touching them, but But also you can then check and see how do they react to, to, to being touched? How do they react to their legs being touched? What about you thinking about trimming toenails? What do the toenails look like? Quite often there's this bloodline thing with the white ones where the outside toe on the rear, um, rear feet we'll get a little twist on it and sometimes you're gonna to have to do more work in terms of trimming the toenails for that it's not the end of the world but it's just one of those things to be aware of um but are the the nails dark are they are they lighter or you seeing a lot of pink around um some people feel it's it's better and if you're thinking of a show animal then maybe it's better to have darker around the eyes and things it, it's just the this kind of skin color um you're thinking about white spot, but you've got no idea when you're looking at an animal whether they've got white spot. It's just another question to ask. Is there any history of white spot in the in the bloodlines that they're aware of? Um, so what is it that's standing out to you? What's, what's good that stands out? What's bad? What, what about the ears? What's happening with the ears? Are they massively submissive? Are they okay? Are they standoffish? Are they engaged with you as you're, you're, you're kind of looking at them? So there's some things to be thinking about if you were going to be buying alpacas. But even if you're not, if you go and spend some time with an alpaca, oh, there's a nice idea. Go spend some time with an alpaca. Um, go visit a breeder and see some animals and just try and get, you know, can can you ask them, ask the breeder to, to show you what, what are the kind of things that you'd be looking for to see whether it's a good alpaca or not? Um, again, uh, they, don't, they don't want you to waste their time, but people who have alpacas are generally generous and will share and be open to sharing information and knowledge with you. If you're interested, they'll be happy to share that with you. So ah, there you go. So it's, it's, it's an interesting idea. Go spend some time with an alpaca and just work out what is a good alpaca? What are the factors to, to consider? What are the things to be looking for? I know for some of you, you're never going to be in a situation where you can own your own alpacas, uh, but if you get a chance to see some, just get an idea. Perfect. Go go visit a show. Talk to the people. See what's happening. And the the when they do the shows, then the the winners get um, results, uh, but also a, a description of what they were looking for. This was this is why this one is over that one both had this, and they'll talk about the structure of the fleece, and they, they'll they talk about the conformation, they'll talk about the animals, um, and you'll start to learn bits and pieces from that. And some of this stuff is now online, so you can actually see a close-up anyway with a video camera, which is great, so you can probably see closer than, than you could if you were uh, with a group of people looking at an animal. It's easier to see close-up. So there you go. Hopefully that gives you some pointers and some guidelines, and yeah find an animals that that you're looking for that fit you and your purposes take your time take your time don't be in a rush and hope to see you again soon give a shout if there's any questions or things that you go what was he talking about and let me know if i can help at all okay steve at alpacatribe.com catch you soon bye for now